I was gonna say you got you got the more difficult one. I mean, it's no, it's not more difficult. It's just longer. That's what she said. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) Yes. Welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. Today we are here recording episode number 93, and we will be talking about outdated slang and old-fashioned insults, so it will be a fun episode. This episode is for you if you need to, you know, change up your vocabulary a little bit and, uh, you know, roast your friends in a more eloquent and uh, classy way. You'll definitely learn a few new phrases this episode. Also, if you want to uh, experience some nostalgia, if you happen to be one of our listeners who is, I don't know, 50 years or older, you never know. Maybe uh, some of these phrases will bring you back into those uh, good old days. So we're looking forward to bringing you some outdated and fun slang and some outdated insults that you can use in your vernacular and spice things up a little bit. And to keep it spicy, I got my good buddy, Jared. What's going on, Jared? Ooh, Slipping on gator piss. Howdy. 93, and it's back to just you and me. <laughs> uh, it's good to be back. Um, I enjoyed the guests, but it's it's nice to just be me and you. We can we can uh, we can talk about the real stuff. We don't have to uh, satisfy these other people. Uh, <laughs> but first, you, uh, people, please satisfy spread us. Spread a little love and spread a little love with some uh, uh, five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. I started there for some reason, and you can also follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Um, you can follow us on uh, Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. You can email us, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. All those places, you can slide into the email bo- inbox or DMs and give us um, topic ideas, some constructive criticism. Um, you can give us some untranslatables, you know, which are idioms, sayings, proverbs, uh, phrases that when translated literary, literally from another language uh, don't make any sense but uh, actually mean something. Uh, or you can just, uh, you know, as I said, five-star reviews. Oh, also, we have a website, untranslatablepodcast.com. You can find a, a bunch of links to all of our episodes there. And you can go there, pull some untranslatables, and impress people at your ne- uh, next uh, soiree. That's French for party, people. Um, speaking of French and being fancy, this has nothing to do with the French. This actually has to do with the British. Did you see that Meghan Markle gave birth to uh, another royal baby? I did see that. It... Um, you know, not only do I not understand why the uh, British people care about this, <laughs> I really don't understand why the Americans care about it. Dude, I, you know why? We love gossip. That's why. I guess. But what is not even gossip? It's it's just like some some people had some kids. It it was actually disgusting to me because they had like a you know they did like a reveal, mm-hmm. and there were like thousands of cameras and microphones pointed in their face with holding this little baby. I was like, oh. This baby doesn't even have a chance. <laughs> right. Yeah. Thrust into fame and it's not even been alive for, you know, three, four days. Pretty exactly. crazy. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, another thing that happened that uh, always is a laugh for me is the Met Gala. Do you know what? I don't even fully know what that is. I don't really either. I think it's some big 
like, like celebrity thing is it I, I yeah i have no Isn't idea the met an art gallery could be i just Jeez. know a bunch of celebrities show up i know i'm pretty sure rihanna did not show up yeah she she was invited i think she declined it i'm pretty sure yeah there's uh oh no it's uh it's a oh, it's like a, a venue, like a music or comedy or like theater venue. Okay. Uh, yeah, she did not show up, and this one picture went viral of like a no, you know, viral on social. Uh, I'm doing uh, air quotes for <laughs> air people quotes, on YouTube. Right. <laughs> uh, um, viral meaning that uh, there's this picture saying like uh, Rihanna showed up in this outfit, and you could tell by the arms that it was a Photoshop. You know, not you had to look closely. I actually. Um, I sh- was showing a picture to someone, and I, and I was like, and I was like, and she was like, "Did Rihanna show up?" I was like, "Actually, I don't know." And so I, you know, looked it up on Twitter. I was like, "Yeah, it looks like she did." And uh, she was like, "Why do her arms look weird?" And then I was like, "Oh, wait, that's not uh, that's a Photoshop. I got got too." But it is meme fun to news, see. Jared, Twitter news and meme news can be dangerous. <laughs> I'm almost ashamed to embar- uh, to to admit that it is fun to see all the ridiculous things that people wear. Oh, for uh, sure. Because it's like, how do you even move in those things? <laughs> right. And and I, I wonder, too, do they come up with the idea to wear them? Or is it their, like, style? Like, you know, I remember that one year Lady Gaga wore, like, uh, a... meat suit? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. a meat suit to one of the awards or something. And it's, where do you come up with that? Katy Perry did something similar this year. She had like a uh, like a thin. Why are we talking about this? Like a this dress that <laughs> was like good lettuce, and then she was uh-huh. wearing like a burger suit around it. Okay. Uh, uh, but you know, she copied the meat suit. You're you're behind. Tell t- tell you what though, Jared. If I was dating a lady and we were going to a formal event and she rocked a, a hamburger dress, I'm cool with that. I'd be all right with it. Really? <laughs> I mean, it'd be a little weird, but you know, hey. <laughs> I mean, I probably wouldn't say own. anything. I would probably let it happen. But I'm like, oh, all right. I guess uh, this is this is what we're doing. Okay. As long as I can wear a hot dog costume while she's wearing the hamburger dress, now that, we're good. I'm on board with that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> 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 but if you're just wearing like a normal suit, then it's like then it's uh, very out of place. Right. Um. All right. Enough of this, please. Can we just spread uh, a little love? <laughs> absolutely. Move on? Absolutely. Let's I don't have do any it. love to spread. I, I was uh, preoccupied until shortly before this episode and didn't I got get a chance to love to any. spread. Well, oh, three shout outs, but you know, lots is lots is relative. So we my have first lots of one love to give. That's true. My first shout out goes out to one of my favorite, and I think maybe also one of yours as well, Jared. One of my favorite comedians, Dave Chappelle, who is going to receive the 2019 Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, so so big shout outs to Dave Chappelle. Um, he's just always been a fantastic comedian. And I mean, if you ever get the opportunity to watch clips or sketches from the Chappelle show, it's really amazing how Dave and the other writers were able to just poke fun at everything related to American culture. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and a lot of this stuff, I think, is still applicable today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in in one of his recent specials, he made a joke about how um, Key and Peele copied his his thing, and it's a joke, but it's also kind of true. It's kind of true, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and maybe they didn't copy it. I mean, he wasn't. I don't know if Dave Chappelle is the one that came up with a uh, with the idea for a skit or like that kind of sketch show. Well, I know he's not, but like, um, like they were they were doing jokes that like 
he did before that that were and in his were more i don't know is the word aggressive more like probably yeah more out there hitting. more in your yeah. face yeah yeah and and the Kim Peel you know i love Kim Peel i'm not shitting on them but theirs was definitely more like the family friendly version of it sure um, i think i think with different times you know you got to slightly change those things up i just want to mention though too just for our listeners out there who are unaware of this award um, there are quite a few big names who have gotten it i'm looking such at the list as right now. Such as Richard Pryor, who's one of the mm. biggest comedians from back in the day. Uh, and he was actually awarded the first ever Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. Um, and then Dave Chappelle will receive uh, the honor at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. on October 22nd. And then some other recipients have been Whoopi Goldberg, Steve Martin, uh, Julius Louis Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see you Cosby. skipped over. <laughs> Although uh, his does have a star next to it, they redacted that one. Oh, they did. I I wonder how much of his shit's been redacted since all this has happened. He's he's gotten a lot of honorary um, degrees degrees that have been redacted. I mean, people are trying to obviously distance themselves as much as they can. Of course, sure, yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, oh, some other ones. Eddie Murphy, Bill Murray. Those are some popular. David Letterman, Ellen DeGeneres. Mm-hmm. Will Ferrell, that's a good one. Um, Former Delt. Oh, that's very true. Uh, yeah. George Carlin is one of them, too. And George Carlin and Richard Pryor are considered sort of like, you oh, know. The top the, of the top. The top of the top. Uh-huh, and I would say sure. Dave Chappelle is is the Richard Pryor or George Carlin of today. I think he is, he's he's really pushed the the art as much as they did back in the day. Um, right. when they were, when, you know, sort of not the original stand-up comedians, but the original like celebrities of stand-up comedy, sure. I would say that. Absolutely. That are still I, widely I, talked about. I remember watching one of Dave Chappelle's Netflix specials and he talks about how he, he's just too good at it. And he has like oh, a, yeah. like a fish bowl or a punch bowl with punchlines in them. And the punchline was something ridiculous, like... Kicked him in the pussy. Isn't that what yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> and then he goes on telling this story and busts out the punchline. And I have to say, he the way he told the story, it was just long enough for me to forget about the yes. punchline. And then he gives you the punchline. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yeah it's, yeah, it's fantastic. And I think there couldn't be a more deserving uh, comedian out there for this prestigious award. Yeah, and he's also, from what I've heard... He's a very nice guy. You know, he's not like a dick or anything. And also, he's been very good to the... Like, he's he's still like a great part of the community, from what I've heard, too. Like, he still takes people out on the road, gives a lot of people opportunities. So it's cool to see that not only is he one of the greatest, but he still, you know, cares about uh, the people below him or the people coming up right. and, and, and likes, to, likes the art. He's not... I mean, he seems like he's a little jaded, at least according to his last special, but he's not sick of it. Let's put it that way. Right. Didn't you see him in Detroit with Don? I did. Yeah, he was preparing for one of those one of the double specials that um wasn't wasn't the show a big flop? No. That was the one the, the night did, before. That was the show the night before. Okay. And Don I didn't even hear about that until Don's mom texted Don saying bummer that the show sucked and I, and Don's like I don't know what you're talking about. And then we found out that he was like drunk or something and and he and it was a bad show. But that was the day before. The next show that was the one that we went to. And it was so funny that 
there was a moment during it that I honestly considered that I might have to like get out, like step out and just leave for a hot sec because I was you're laughing pain. too hard. <laughs> oh, that's I, awesome! I literally, for in my head as I was like laughing, I was like, I think I got to leave for a hot sec. <laughs> <laughs> so on one of his Netflix specials, he actually talked about the the show he did in Detroit. You know yeah. why it was bad? Uh, I, 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 what did he say? I forgot. He smoked a couple bleezies with Danny Brown, the Detroit oh. rapper, <laughs> and just knocked him on his ass. So, so yeah, uh, I believe that sounds about right. Right, right. So yeah. So, anyways, lots of love for Dave Chappelle. Keep keep doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. and uh, congrats on the uh, prestigious award. Parada. Well deserved for sure. So my next shout out goes out to the state of Washington. Uh, because apparently 110,000 Washington students a year will get money for college and many will get a free ride. So about 110,000 low to median income students will qualify for help each year, including adults who never got a degree and want to go to school. Uh, There will be no more financial aid wait lists. Um, which I think is amazing, and I hope that more states in the United States will uh, pick up on this and start to do this. I cannot believe, you know, a lot of people will say that, oh, the United States, excuse me, is one of the wealthiest uh, countries in the world, yet we pay exorbitant amounts for higher education. Um, mm. People go bankrupt because of medical bills, things like this, and it's and it's just greed. That's all yeah. it is, is greed and and we need to help our you know help the people in our community in our country in our society and this is a great way to do it so shout out to Washington state it's also a little foolish to me because so many schools are like um universities i mean are considered nonprofit even though mm-hmm. they're like i think even our school was oh they're turning plenty of profit even even though they i mean it's obviously it's run like a business but like the goal of this of the school is to make money and to the right. point where like that's you know, like for example, the president of the school. There's their role is not really to improve the school in any way. It's just to make money, and it's just to get more donors and make more connections with uh, expensive or rich uh, graduates that can just give them more money. That's all. That's all right. it's about. Well, and what's crazy too is if you look at any of the administrators, uh, especially like deans and presidents and things like this at colleges and universities in the states, it's crazy the salary they're pulling in. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how can you be pulling in millions if you're supposedly a nonprofit? So I I believe in Alabama. Yeah, I think it's Alabama. The uh, the uh, the the coach of the football team. What's that guy's name? Saban. Nick Saban. Yep. Nick Saban. I think he's the uh, highest paid government employee. (laughs) Right. Well, well, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that. you know, school down the road from uh, Michigan State uh, University of Michigan, <laughs> Harbaugh. He's the he was the highest paid. I think now Saban from Alabama has passed him, but he he I think he was making oh, I don't remember how many millions it was a year, um, which is which is really oh. funny. How much yeah. is it? Sorry, no. Saban is the highest paid public employee in the country, not in. The I believe state. it. <laughs> I believe it. And what, where's Harbaugh at? Can you Google his salary real quick? I'm sure it's, I think it's like four or six million a year or something oh, crazy like that. How cute, Chad. No, how much uh, is it? <laughs> Nick Saban makes $11.1 million no, a no, year. No, 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 Harbaugh. Jim I know, Harbaugh. I, I'm, I have a list, I have a list. Okay. Uh, Harbaugh's number three. Okay, who's number two? Number two is the basketball coach for Kentucky. 
He makes 7.75. Okay. I'm surprised uh, Duke's coach doesn't make more. Coach K. Interesting. Oh, yeah. He's not even on the top 10 list. Huh. Okay. So Harbaugh's three. So what's yep. Harbaugh? Harbaugh is 7 million. Per year. And then uh, number four is our Tom Izzo? Fav- No, no. Our no. favorite school to hate. Oh, it's uh, uh, Urban, Urban Meyer, OSU? Yep. 6.4. Okay. And then uh, Penn State, James Franklin is 5.8. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, the, the whole point of this is they're all coaches. <laughs> right. <laughs> Every single one of these, like, I'm not even going to name the name, but it's like um, Penn State, Florida State, uh, football coach, Iowa football coach, Nebraska football coach, Texas football coach, uh, Washington football coach, Kansas basketball coach. <laughs> is MSU even on there? Uh, I don't think so. Huh, interesting. No, but this is the top, um, I mean, it's the top 50. Okay. But MSU is not on there. Interesting, okay, huh. Yeah, but they're and, a school any, of the people. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right, that's right, Jared. I mean, I don't know, to me it's just crazy how how much money that, you know, we do. And now granted, college sports bring in a lot of revenue for a lot of universities as well. Right, right. But like the fact that these people, you know, you have, not that these people aren't experts. They're definitely experts in their own right. And they do deserve a good salary. But the fact that you have some some faculty at a university that might be, who knows, doing groundbreaking research on, you know, cancer treatment or or whatever, you know, and they're making probably a fraction of what these coaches are making. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's pretty and, crazy. And, I mean, but it just also just goes to show you that, you know, the people are disingenuous when they say it's a nonprofit or it's for the students, where it's like, well, I mean, you have it set up where, much like most businesses, the people bringing in the most money are making the most money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just very it's just very business-oriented, even the way they pay people. Right. But, but I mean, anyways, I get it, but shout I also, out to I mean, Washington State. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For giving these kids and adults the opportunity to go there. All right, Jared, my last one is kind of a sad one. I'm going to try to hold my composure on this one. Um, but have you heard the name Riley Howell? Mm-mm. So Riley Howell was a UNCC, uh, University of North Carolina Charlotte student, who died while trying to stop an on-campus shooter. So Howell was 21 at the time. He was an ROTC participant and has been hailed a hero for trying to stop the gunman. Um, so basically, this was when, I believe this was the, um, which shooting? There's so many damn shootings we have in the States, it's hard to keep track of them all, unfortunately. Yeah, there was one in Colorado recently. Right. Well, anyways, this one, I believe there were, I think, two or three deaths and a few injured. Um and I think really if it wouldn't have been for Riley Howell, the numbers probably would have been much higher. And so he actually ended up trying to tackle and try to fight the assailant. Um, and unfortunately, it resulted in him losing his life. But um, right, right here in the article, one of the police chiefs of um, Charlotte Mecklenburg said that if it wasn't for what Howell did, the assailant may not have been disarmed and uh, he could have killed many more people. So it's yeah. it's a really big shout out for you, um, Riley Howell. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really a shame that we still have such a big problem with this in the states. 
Um, and I really hope that his family gets all of the support they need during this difficult time. And we really thank you for laying your life down for others. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a powerful thing to do. People always, you know, want to come off as tough people when right. they hear about something like this. But until you're faced with that, you never, I mean, and when you're faced in a situation like that, you find out who you really are. Right. And this guy is, uh, he's, that takes a lot of bravery. I don't think I could do that. Me um, either. Did you hear that Florida passed a bill uh, a couple weeks ago that mm-hmm. allowed, uh, so let me just read this real quick. The Florida Senate on Tuesday approved a bill that would allow teachers to carry guns at school. Oh, geez. Uh, despite opposition from some teacher groups and students. The measure aims to implement school safety recommendations made by state commission investigating the deadly shooting at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland mm-hmm. oh, the, uh, last year. Parkland shooting, yep. Um. It's it's so it's so dumb. Like I, I don't understand. It's like that. The, we're like the, we're, they're just gonna have like that. Their their solution is just have full like shootouts in the school. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I mean they they've even school. There have been school shootings where the, there have been armed security guards, which right that is their job exactly. <laughs> that is their job, and that that hasn't helped. And so. Yeah, it's it's a sad day when we have to resort to arming our teachers, and I believe we're the only country in the entire world that is doing this. I would hope so. And it also, it's foolish to think because it's like, so you still have to accept at least someone getting shot because, like, that means that, um, like, the, the teacher is not going to be able to respond until they know the other person has shot someone. Or, like, what, is the, cop, is the right. teacher so good that they'll see a student whipping out a gun and, like, almost like some sort of uh, Western movie, gunsling them and, right. like, get yeah, them in time? It's work. like, so yeah. your best uh, solution is to, like, all right, less people will die because by the time this one person gets shot, the teacher will be able to respond, ideally. <laughs> That's well, and, the ideal but, but situation. But see, here, here's, here's the other problem, Start with though, the teacher, too. then. Sorry. Right. <laughs> here, here, well, well, here's the other problem, especially if it's in high schools. Have you seen high school kids? Some of them are gigantic. Yeah. You you really think you know fifty year old Mrs. <laughs> you know Smitty Werben Jaegerman Jensen's going to be able to? She was number one. <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob reference for our non SpongeBob fans out there. Um, do you really think that you know even even you know I have students at my school that are plenty bigger than me, and if I had a gun. Um, because I was, you know, a teacher and trying to defend my school. I have plenty of students that, like, in the Czech Republic, students stand up to begin class. Like, I walk in, and they all stand up. And mm-hmm. then every time I walk through the rows, I'm always like, yep, you're, you're taller than me. You're taller than me. You're t-. And, you know, a lot of them are bigger than me, too. So it's yeah. like, it doesn't really matter what your gender is. You're probably going to have students that are bigger than you, maybe even stronger than you, mm-hmm. um, or just more aggressive. And you arm teachers... This is going to cause teachers having to choose. And and why do we need to make them make that decision of a shooter's coming into my school? What if it's one of my students? Now I have to gun down one of my students. Right. How's class going to go the next day knowing you <laughs> murdered right. someone? And right. also, any teacher that's willing to be one of those teachers with the guns, I don't that's the teacher I last want to have the gun. <laughs> right. Well, right. And and that's the thing. I mean, they're already underpaid. They're already overworked. And right. now you want to give them more responsibility by giving them a gun? Like, really? Right. So I wonder if, like, the government's going to be providing the gun because it's like the teachers pay for their own school supplies. But uh, right. they have a, but now there's space in the budget to buy them all gun or buy a bunch of them guns. Right. <laughs> right. Like, it's, it's, rid- it's ridiculous. And, and, you know, I mean... 
I think, you know, Jared, I think eventually we should do an episode on, on gun issues in the States. Because I think okay. for a lot of our listeners Oof. around the world, um, one, one, they may be so out of the loop, they're un, you know, unaware of a lot of things. But I think there's a lot to discuss there. And uh, I think it's worth talking about as well. Yeah. I wonder who would um, be a good person to have on that knows something about that. It's a good question. We'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to have our people contact some yeah. people's people, and we'll go from there. My but producer yeah, is getting at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, though. I mean, and to me, that seems like such a very American thing. Like, oh, we are having problems with mass shootings. Let's just Up the put guns. more guns in the schools. Yeah. Right. It, se- it seems like, like a cruel joke that you would see on like Family Guy or South Park or something. You or, know? for example, a Dave Chappelle sketch. <laughs> also <laughs> like true. a full-on shootout also in a classroom. True. <laughs> also true. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, you know. Yeah. But, but hey, we're here to spread the love. And so... Uh, That's true. Big shout out to Riley Howell for putting his life on the line. But yeah. now, Jared, do you, uh, do you happen to know what time it is? Yeah. I... Um I miss talking about untranslatables. By the way, though, I was very impressed with Joanna just whipping out a multitude of untranslatables. Oh, Dude, she I'm knew what s- she was doing. You know, I know she's been there for 21 years, and I can't even really wrap my head around learning a... I mean, I guess it's barely even a foreign language for her anymore, but learning a different language for that long. But just, like, seeing, uh, like, how good she is at Czech is, is like, it's amazing to me. It's inspiring. I, like, Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's awesome. Actually, uh, you know what, Jared... I mm-hmm. think uh, we need to give a late uh, post spread the love, spread the love. Shout out spread to love. our previous guests, Ravi Katapa and Joanna Jenkins, for taking mm-hmm. the time to be on the pod. We hope all of you have enjoyed listening to their uh, their wisdom and their advice. And yeah. uh, it was a lot of fun to work with them. So we really appreciate it. We should have started the shout outs with that. <laughs> um, but yeah. And yeah, you were right, though, Jared. Her command of the Czech language is just fantastic. And I knew, I knew when I put her on the spot, I was like, oh, man, she's probably going to draw a blank because everybody does. You right, know? right. I'll be sitting in class and my students will be like, you know, oh, is there this English word for this? And they'll explain it to me and I can't think of it. And then, of course, right when the bell rings and class is done, I'm like, that's the word. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. You know? And so I thought, okay, if I can ask her that and then if we can divert the conversation for a minute, they'll yeah. start popping in. And she got like two or three of them within like a couple seconds. So oh, it was yeah. Really no, she impressive. was ripping them out. It was, it was awesome. She was. So, Jared, I guess since we're on the same vein here of Czech, I yeah. still have some Czech ones. I only have Ta-da. one Czech one for you today. And I'm going to give you some really old, old, old slang words for you as some other untranslatables for this episode. But we'll start with Czech. And this one is Spadl mi kamenz is srdce, which means the stone fell away from my heart. Is that like uh, falling in love with someone? No. Our, no. We 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 have an English untranslatable or phrase, but we use shoulders or chest. Oh, it's like the weight lifted off your chest or shoulders. Oh, good work! So it means good like work. you're like a um, like a you relief. You feel relieved. Yeah, exactly. You feel mm. relieved. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. It almost sounds like someone that like thinks that they can't love, and then they find someone like, oh my gosh. Right. It turns out that's, I, I can love. Right. That's why I wanted to give that one to you because I've been giving you some easier Czech ones lately and I tried to find one that was a lot more different. And so that one was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My first one is Hindi. 
in its Durke Dol Suhavne Lakte Hen. And it literally means the drum sounds better at a distance. The drum sounds better at a distance. I th- mm. Is that as obvious as it should be? I'm not sure. We have a similar one. Uh, not a si- well, not a similar one. We have a un- uh, very popular untranslatable here in, in America, or probably. Does it have in- to do with drums? No. Okay, because I was thinking to march to the beat of your own drum, but uh, that's obviously no, no. not it. Um, hmm. I mean, is it like um, all that glitters isn't gold? Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Can you give me one of your world class examples? Um. Hmm. So, uh, I'm unemployed right now, and uh, it sucks. You know, I would like to have a job, but at the same time, I do have a lot of free time, and it and it's uh kind of nice. And so, um, my thought is, once I have a job, everything will be okay. But it'll mean it means I'll lose a lot of free time, and I'll have less time to uh, devote to this podcast potentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it's just because one thing is changing doesn't mean uh, it's all it's all great. I think you just you just said it right there, didn't you? I did, but I want you to say the English untranslatable. The English. Oh man, hmm. I, give it to me. I'm not sure. The grass is not always greener on the other oh, side. Oh, that was too easy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grass is always greener, or the grass is not always greener. Yeah, yeah? I guess depending Very on how true. you look at it. I, I answer. I, I'm a glass half empty kind of person, apparently. <laughs> right. You have any other untranslatables for us, Jared? Sure. Yeah, I have two Finnish ones. Oh, sweet. Uh, the first one is Quinn Pettis. Hold on. Quinn Pettisin Amutu Karhu. And that literally means a bear shot in the ass. Bear shot in the ass. Is that like don't poke the bear? Kind of. Kind of. Don't poke the bear means don't get on my bad side or don't annoy me. Or like don't. Don't. Oh, shoot. How would you say that? Like don't. Don't make something potentially like don't don't poke the just don't poke like the provoke, bear. Just, don't provoke someone. Don't provoke. Thank you. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way: say mm-hmm. you say the bear has already been poked. Uh huh. Once the bear has been poked, a bear is shot in the ass. So you're you're kind of screwed. No, it means you're, you're in a bad mood. Oh, you're in a bad mood. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Makes so sense. So maybe you could say like a. Uh, I wonder if you could say like what bear shot you in the ass. <laughs> aren't aren't uh, you the bear in this in this weird example not not anymore now that i've shaved uh, my uh <laughs> that's that's true i'll i'll be the bear then that's okay uh are you are you, you only have that one I, I got some i got some old english ones for you okay well let me do my last finish one Go and, then for we'll, it. and then we'll we can get to the uh segue to the main slang. yeah yeah sounds good uh nausta kusi pehen Pehen, maybe. Pehen. And that literally means piss coming up to their head. Oh, oh, geez. This invokes quite a lot of imagery there. Um, Is that like your, once again, is that like your, you're like up Shit's Creek? No. No. Okay. No. So I'll give you an example. (laughs) This is a joke, by the way, before I say it. (laughs) We got, um, we got um, 10 downloads yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a big deal. Calling some sponsorships. Uh, maybe uh, I'm going to get on to Fresh Air with Terry Gross. 
And I think big things are happening. And I and then you would say uh, easy there. I uh, piss is coming up to your to uh, your head. Oh, you're full of shit. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It means to get a big head. Get a big head. Aha. Mm-hmm. Okay, get a big I'm head. I'm not full All of right. shit. I'm actually I am doing those things, but it's like slow down there, buddy. You're okay. <laughs> getting a little okay. over uh, you get a little cocky. Getting, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, getting a little cocky there. Okay. All right, Jared. Well, I want to start off our main segment, kind of a weird segue of slash untranslatable quiz plus our main segment with some very, very outdated uh, terms and old-timey slang terms we should bring back. So, Jared, what do you think a himbo is? That sounds racist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Oh, that's funny. Uh, um, Get that himbo in here and clean my house. Uh, (laughs) um, I mean, you you wouldn't... I mean, if you're an attractive lady, you'd probably be okay with a himbo clean in your house. Oh, is that like a like a like a buff hot guy? It's a male bimbo. Oh. Himbo, a male oh. bimbo. Is that real? Yeah, it's an old timey <laughs> slang word. A hi- uh, himbo <laughs> is a male version of bimbo, an attractive but not so intelligent man. Mm, mm. Uh huh. A himbo. Right. I would like to be a himbo. And so that one was uh, coined in, believe it or not, in, so this one's not that old, but it was coined in the Oxford English Dictionary in 1988. Hmm. Okay. So give you the dates of some of these as well. So Jared, what do you think a snootful is? A snootful? Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, isn't snoot like that sort of chewing tobacco? Oh, that's snuff. That's what that's I was snuff. thinking. That's snuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not snoot. Uh, snootful? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I've got a snoot full of uh, something, like a shit ton. Is <laughs> uh, that like a shit ton? Uh, I mean, I mean, n- not really. I'll give you an example. So when when you and when you and Don were visiting in Prague, um, you know, in the maybe you know I see you guys in the morning and I'm like, man, how much did you guys drink last night? And you're like, pretty oh. much a snoot full. <laughs> I guess I was kind of right. A shit ton. <laughs> well, snootful actually means the amount of alcohol it takes to get drunk. Oh, oh, that's uh-huh. very specific. It is. It is. Oh, that's great, man! I had a yeah. snootful last night. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Do we have a word like that for? Like we've specific... plenty of slang words. Well, I guess not for the the right amount of alcohol to get drunk. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I'm like not we sure. have words for being hammered or being very lots drunk. Of them. Or... Lots and lots of them. Yeah. yeah, hammered is one of them actually. Right, for being intoxicated, Jared. Let's let's keep Excuse this classy me. now. Yeah, <laughs> let's keep this classy. So, Jared, what do you think scosh is? S K O S H. Scosh. Scosh. This is from 1959. Are these American? These these are. It says old timey English. Slang, so not specifically American. Yeah, right. This could be British English, maybe. I'm not sure. Kind of sounds like it. And these and these are all from the Oxford English Dictionary, which makes me think that they are probably Mm. British. Okay. Although although himbo could have easily been American. Not gonna lie. (laughs) Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, Scosh. Mm -hmm. Is it is as it does have any relationship to skosh? What's skosh? Just a skosh, just a little bit. Oh, maybe I said it wrong. It oh. means it means a little. Skosh, okay. okay. I think that's skosh with the long O. Uh-huh, okay. Could I've be skosh. I've heard that okay. one before. Really? Yeah, who, yeah, just a skosh. Who? Skosh. Really? Yeah, yeah. Who, I mean, it's who? been a while. It's been a while. Okay. 
Who are you hanging out with? You know, some old British people. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so this is first sighted in 59. And believe it or not, Jared, I picked this one because it actually is taken from the Japanese word sukoshi, meaning a little. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's kind of an untranslatable right there. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let me find some other ones for you here. Ah, this is this is a good one that will throw all of our millennial listeners off, Jared. What is, I believe, see, I wish here they had the phonetic alphabet so I could actually mm-hmm. know how to pronounce these. That's the one negative thing about English is unless you've heard the word before, if it's your first time reading it, you're not 100% sure how to say it. So as, as I've said many times, it's mm-hmm. essentially impossible to have a spelling bee in Germany because everything is... right. All the words are exactly how they sound. Unless they used words that were non-German words, like French words that they have in German. Mm. Yeah, but that's a limited. That, then you're kind of limited to your that's options true. there. That's true. It would you're be right. easy, way easier to study for them. Yeah, true. Anyways, this is, I believe it's Twitter-pated or Twitter-padded. Is that like flustered? I mean... You definitely could get flustered when you are Twitter padded or Twitter pated, but it's like angry. More, no, it's more of a more of a, a. I think this one has more of a good connotation to it. Mm. Excited, like you're like excited. You're getting closer. Oh my so, gosh, I'm so Twitter padded. You're, you're, so I'll give you an example, Jared. <laughs> Twitter padded. Excuse me. I so say. <laughs> so you know, often when I'm walking around, you know, either Komutov or Prague or anywhere in the Czech Republic. You know, it was funny. Well, I'll I'll say this before I say what I'm going to say next. Um, You know, I'll walk around and I'll see these beautiful girls and I just feel Twitter padded. Mm. I stand by flustered. (laughs) It means love struck. Oh, okay. Love struck. Or it can also mean foolish. Okay. Either either of those, which is funny though, because I was talking to a friend of I mean, mine. I mean, you're both foolish to ago. believe that you have a chance with any of these women, and uh, <laughs> love struck as well. So. <laughs> Calling me out, okay, Jared. I see how it is. I see how it is. Get this new haircut. This is the thanks I get. All right, you betcha. Fair <laughs> um, it's funny though. I was talking to a, a, a buddy of mine who lives in Prague, and we were talking. He goes, "Man, I feel like I fall in love every time I'm on the subway in Prague because there's just so many beautiful ladies." So yeah. I would say for him, he's definitely Twitter painted. When when we were in Prague, um, we would or Don mostly. Let's be honest. Would um, like be like, oh man, that girl's so beautiful. Oh girl, oh my god. And I was like, like Don, you're gonna have to stop because you could do this literally all day long. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. Like, this, yeah. is, this is there's no end to what you're doing right now. Uh, exactly. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> right. I, I don't know what it is either, man. Like it's it's crazy. But anyways, Jared. You know, if if too many of these girls hear Don saying that, they might uh, send him a nasty gram. <laughs> oh, that's not, that sounds like the like um once someone were to slide into some lady's DMs and she's like, uh no. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, that's the twenty first century version of a nasty gram. Oh really? It's like denying someone? Well it's not denying, but it's basically just like uh an angry like just being angry or insulting, like or mm. you know, I remember hearing my mom say like Say like you know yeah it took all all I could to not send him a nasty gram. I have never this, heard that one before. Okay, maybe huh? Who who knows? How but old I, is your mom? <laughs> okay. Well, so this one was first sighted in '66. Uh, okay, I'll oh, actually fits '66. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I bet you all those people uh, in '66 that are no longer around would be shocked that there is now a full industry on the uh, internet 
of uh, nasty grams through Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Some of those are funny too, just seeing how people curve and, and all that stuff. Did you, um, speaking of nasty grams, there was, um, you, do, you know who Jesus and Miro are? Uh-uh. No. They're like these, um, they have like, a, like these dudes from the Bronx and they uh, have a podcast and late night show. And um, they're, they're often on Jimmy Fallon's show. I want to see if I can find mm-hmm. it quickly. And uh, they were playing a game. It was Jimmy Fallon and Charlize Theron against, um, against Jesus and Miro. And the game was essentially like, um, what's it called? It's not, it's not um, oh, I found it. It's not, uh, actually, I'll just play it. I'll just play it. Yes, okay. We got guns ready? Okay, okay. Oh, we doing it? Okay, okay we got to. Oh, yes, okay. you know uh, uh, All right. We can't lose. Yes. Okay. No, we won't. Okay. Australia. Kangaroos. Boom. So that's the game. You get the game. Then I'll, then I'll okay. fast yeah, yeah. forward to, the, to uh-huh. the specific part. I got to find it. Oh, here we go. Uh, she has a very long back. Uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> so, oh my god, that's hilarious. So I didn't know what that meant, um, but it it means like you have no ass, essentially. Yep. Yeah, I, I got that. Oh, you okay. knew that? I had no I, idea what that I, meant. I had never known that before, but based off the context, <laughs> it's just clues, so funny how quickly I, I they got that. it. But after right. they, oh, Taylor um, Swift. Oh, that's after great. that clip was online, uh, people were DM were sending them nasty grams, and so on. They, they they like. Uh, screenshot them and put them online. But someone was like, I found out your house address and in the process found out that you have four kids in the school they attend. Apologize to Taylor Swift within the week. And then <laughs> Miro's response was, suck my whole fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's great. Uh, oh, I was that's like, oh man, funny. only if... Uh, the, only if the people back then who were saying late uh, nasty gram knew exactly what would come of it. Right. What's funny mm. is th- I, I heard a rumor about this this like model who tried to blackmail uh, Yaromir Jagr, who's like the most famous Czech hockey player here in the Czech Republic, and he still plays. Um, and, I, and I saw him play live, which was oh, you cool, mentioned but, it to me. He's the guy yeah. that owns the team, and that's uh, and plays for him. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But what's crazy about it is this this uh, model chick was like, I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna put out like our, you know, sec- like video of like either either it was like him like sending her messages or like a sex tape or something, and just full out baller status was like, all right, go ahead, do it. I don't care. <laughs> like that nasty uh, girl did yeah. not work on him, which I thought was great. Yeah. All right, Jack, I got another one for you. What do you think nudge means? To not nudge somebody. Not nudge. Nudge with but two is O's. It, is it? In the sense, my thought would still be a relation to nudge in the sense that you annoy someone, like like you just keep nudging them. Very or good. Essentially yeah. nudging them with annoy it, with annoying. It means to pester or to nag. So very okay. good. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> and this and this is also an interesting one because this word uh, nudge has been borrowed from Yiddish, and it was first cited in the Oxford English Dictionary in 1960. Okay, it's been around right. a little while. Nudge, but yeah, I, I like it. Not to be confused with. The nickname that some people refer to Ted Nugent, which is also the Nuge. I mean, he nuges me whenever he opens his mouth. That's true. That's uh, true. <laughs> um, do you have any more? I mean, I got tons of them. Let uh, me let me just scroll through and find a couple other good ones. But yeah, go ahead. Say what you. So were what say. I want to talk about is what is it that causes slang to become antiquated? Oh, that's a good question. Do you have any? Do you have any? I mean, I I, I don't have scientific answers. I just wrote down my assumptions of what they were. It's really funny you mention that because when I was, you know, looking up things, I thought about looking that up and I was like, nah, Jared's not going to ask me that. 
and here we are. But <laughs> not only I am think, I asking you that, but I have a perfect clip to represent it. Also, you'll love oh, sweet. it. Sweet. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with um, one if it's if it's really based on things that change a lot, right? Like I think there's a lot of like terms, like even even terms like hang up the phone, right? Mm. My nephews, who who are you know fairly young they have never physically had to hang up a phone before, right? right? R- remember back so, in the day when uh, if you didn't, you'd hear that that tone in the background? Yep. Er, er, er. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, and so I think some of it has to do with just, you know, trends and things dying out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and, and as the technology changes, as society roll down the evolves. Window. People yeah, still roll, say that. roll down the window, yeah, and you don't roll it down I don't think anymore. any car comes with manual windows anymore. Even the cheapest of cars don't. Right. Definitely not. Definitely not. So yeah, so I think that's one reason. I think another one is it's in a small pocket of society, right? So like there are a lot of like terms that the hippies used that that kind of took on a little bit of steam, but then they died out, right? Like I don't think anybody nowadays nowadays says the word groovy unless they're trying to be like ironic or like right funny. On. <laughs> people actually still do kind of say people right do on. say right on i've said right on but i feel a little personally attacked by that one jared but um yeah so i think it you know and there there are certain terms too like when i hang out with musician friends like especially jazz guys they'll use the term cat like yeah that's a cool cat and i'm just like really yeah to me when i hear it i'm like i'm like uh, i'm like dude like mm. yeah that's definitely an antiquated term right right <laughs> But, you know, in some circles, these terms are still, they may be antiquated, but they're still used. Mm-hmm. My assumption, I had a list of four things. Okay. And um, first one's obvious, adults using it. So mm-hmm. these slang, slang terms yep. are yep. popularized by the youth. So once you hear adults using it, you're, you know, it's like, oh, this is no longer cool because my mom says it now. Didn't didn't Hillary Clinton say like on fleek or something and then did black she? Twitter? Oh, that's I think so. And I thought she said something and then or maybe she did, did like a dab or something. And people were like, yep, no, this is officially not cool anymore. Well, my next two are specifically black Twitter ones. And I see this all okay. the time. OK. Uh, I, there was one time where Paul Ryan, for example, used lit. And someone on Black Twitter was like, well, I guess we're not using lit anymore. Yeah, I remember <laughs> so seeing that one, yeah. A big one on Black Twitter is if white people start using it, or especially if like Republicans or like lame white people start using it right. of some sort. That would include Hillary Clinton, even though she's not a Republican. Right. So it's just like the people that w- that a certain group deems as like the lame group starts using it. It's like, well, now it's ruined. It's no longer our thing or it's no longer cool because, uh, you know, white dads are using it. Another right. one that I thought of, uh, commercials. I think commercials tend to ruin slang because uh, then it's like this almost uh, a lot of times, unless it's a very good commercial, mm-hmm. but a lot of time it's just, it's just seems like a pathetic attempt to reach the youth. And it yeah. seems it always seems forced when like they're using commercials because you know oh, it's for like sure. you know it's not kids making these commercials it's people in an office with like six steps of that you have to pass through for this to go through and you have to explain to like your senior senior marketing executive what Liddy two thousand means or whatever I don't know that's a right. terrible example right but uh, <laughs> I um, there was a uh, local news station in Toledo did you hear about this uh uh-uh. uh um. 
they were trying to, you know, they were wishing their the local students, they had some standardized tests that they were taking, and they were trying to, like, tell them to study and get them prepared for the test, and they were trying to speak in a uh, young person slang, and I want to play this for you. It's hilarious. Good morning, TPS students. It is testing week, and it's time to slay all day. Yeet. Oh, no. Stay woke, oh, beyond no. fleek, and get that Gucci breakfast. Gold. Oh, Say bye, Felicia, to that testing stress. <laughs> Weather's going to be turnt, right, Chris? Yes! Toledo weather going to be <sighs> Oh, lit during testing this week. This is so cringeworthy. Chance of success. You oh got my this, God. kids. Steve, how about that traffic? Are we looking oh, won't be an oh, issue. No. no traffic oh, problems no, around any TPS schools to keep you from taking those tests. So get a good night's sleep. Do your best. In fact, be extra, extra. We here at WTOL oh, are be proud of you. Good, Good luck, luck on, on your test, TPS students. Oh, that's a perfect oh, example of ruining every. That that's yeah. the best one. Oh, yeah. I can't even do it. Can but, you which honestly, is, man? Can you play that one more time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is just too By good. the way, one thing I want to say before I play it again is it's not yeah, it's yes. It's right. yes. Not yes. He right. ruined it. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's a drop. <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Well, see, you know where I got that from was there's this, there's this old, that's another thing that maybe doesn't, I think it causes slang to blow up. Is when obviously when stuff goes viral, viral, and there's that video of this cat that the the owner's like, "Do you want a treat?" And obviously the cat's going meow, but they mm-hmm. over, overdubbed it with "yas." And it's like, <laughs> "You want a treat?" Yas. So that's what, where that's from. I'm gonna play Anyways, it again. Play that one so more funny. time, man. That's I'm gonna try to hold back my tears from laughing so hard. <laughs> Here we go. Good morning, TPS students. It is testing week, and it's time to slay all day. Yeet. Stay woke, <laughs> beyond fleek, and Yeet. get that Gucci breakfast. Beyond Souls. fleek. Say bye, Felicia, to that testing stress. Weather's going to be turnt, right, Chris? Yes. Yeah. The weather's going to be lit <laughs> during testing oh, week. Oh, no. A hundo P chance of success. A hundo P. You got this, kids. Steve, how about that traffic? Are we looking oh, okay? to keep you from taking those tests so get a good night's sleep do your best in fact be extra extra we here at wtol are being oh, proud of you good luck Dude. on your, your test TPS so students. there are four people in this news report one of them is the final dude that was that responded to the oh i can't do it is a uh, is a black dude and I just imagine if he were in my family and him showing up to the next family outing, he would be roasted the entire was, time. Yep, yep. <laughs> roasted to a crisp, Jared, to an absolute crisp. Oh, I hope whoever came up with this is seriously reconsidering their, their current employment because... I think it was kind oh, of a God. joke. Like I, I mean, I, probably. But it's still, it's still, I mean, it's hilariously cringeworthy. Oh, for sure. Without a doubt. Oh, God. Oh, that's Stay so ridiculous. Stay woke and beyond fleek and get that Gucci breakfast. <laughs> and I, I use the term Gucci occasionally. Like I was talking to one of my Czech friends. She was like, why why do you say Gucci all the time? I'm like, I, I don't know. But, but you know, I think I think give it three more years. And once I'm 30 and saying, saying shit like Gucci, people would be like, dude, stop Mm-mm. that. You're, you're too old. You're, you're not cool. Have you? I'm, uh, I'm, I've roasted you enough today. Have you caught on to uh, <laughs> to any of your students uh, catching on to any of the slang that you use and picking it up? 
I don't use very much slang when I teach. Right. I, I try not to. Yeah, that's probably for the best. I try not to. Um, students have asked me about sl- uh, slang, though, but it's... I always tell them, like, look, you guys are, you know, you guys play online video games. You guys probably know more about the slang now than I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stuff I'm going to teach them is old, like, 90s slang or early 2000s <laughs> that, that nobody's going to know that's in their age group anyways, you know. Like, I yeah. had a student say something one time, and this wasn't when I was teaching. This was, like, outside of class or something. I, I said something, like, jokingly, like, like for show or for shizzle or something ridiculous he was like what and i was like oh now i gotta explain this and then i was like why am i even bothering like nobody nobody really says that like i think some people still say for show but but not like the the whole shizzles and izzles that snoop dogg used to say yeah are probably now antiquated unfortunately i I didn't even think about that that was firmly within our time period that all the izzles for shizzle and izzle <laughs> right. Have you uh, seen there's a video of Snoop Dogg doing uh Twas the Night Before Christmas? Oh, I have not seen that. Tosses in all the izzles. Twas the nizzle before Christmas izzle or whatever. <laughs> and all through the hizzle. <laughs> right. And so so yeah. It sounds it sounds cool though. But anyways, Jared, I want to give you a couple other old timey um insults that we should bring back. Um so this one, I think you can guess this one, Jared. What is an afternoon farmer? Oh, like a lazy person. Good. Hit that ham horn, my man. Let's just run through these like rapid fire and we'll see how many you can get. So, so far, one for one. All hat, no cattle. Uh, it's like you're it's like you're dumb. You're not smart. All, All talk, hat. no action. Oh, duh. All talk, no action. Damn. Yeah. All right. Uh, chicken hearted. This one's an easy one. Uh, like scare, scaredy cat. Yeah. Good. Okay. Two for three. What's cow-handed, Jared? (laughs) (laughs) Is that like a like a a stick or a greasy finger? Like a you're clumsy with your. I'll give it to you. I'll give I'll give clumsy to you. It's more like awkward, but I I would say clumsy counts. Yeah. So Duke of Limbs, Jared. What do you think Duke of Limbs is? I mean, that's obvious. That's like a like lanky. Yeah. Look at that Duke of Limbs over there. Very good. That's one we need to bring back for sure. Chris Blaker has is the Duke of Limbs. Right. We used to right. call him uh me and Brad used to call him the Mantis because he would always okay. uh he'd always sit at his desk working on his like uh, on kinda, his laptop. Yeah, and he'd always be like this, <laughs> looking right. like a mantis. <laughs> okay. Okay. What is a Galumpus? <laughs> Galumpus. Is that like a like a like a not dopey? But like, look at this. I don't know. I don't know. Look at this Galumpus over there. Yeah. It's a large, like a, clumsy fellow. Okay. Okay. So large, that's kind of what I was fellow. getting at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. What's Galumpus, a molly coddle? A molly coddle. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that sounds very offensive. I don't know why. <laughs> is it someone is a molly coddle? You're not molly coddling someone? I would say someone is a molly coddle. Is it like a mama's boy almost? Like someone that is like a... I'll give that one to you as well. I'm feeling generous today. It's basically a very effeminate man, one who, this is according to the website, one who malingers amongst the <laughs> what women. What malinger? It beats me. Oh, What's in, mal- oh, amongst the women, meaning like he yeah. has more women friends than... Yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. So, listen. Jared, what's a ninny hammer? A, a ninny hammer? hammer. Uh-huh. Is that like a homophobic slur? <laughs> no, no, okay. no, no. 
a I ninny hammer kind of was. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess. I guess so. Yeah, a ninny hammer is a simpleton. Oh, uh, okay. Simpleton. <laughs> These sound so British. All right, and here you go. This this one this one I think nowadays would get t- completely misinterpreted. So this is why I picked it. Sauce box. What is a sauce box? <laughs> is it someone that sweats a lot? I feel like I'm a sauce box. You and me both, buddy. No, a sauce box is a bold or a forward person. Oh, interesting. Uh huh. Sauce box. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, let's so see here. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, oh, do you have more? Well, I just want to read off because I uh, had mentioned on the top of the show we were going to talk about some old fashioned insults. And I have a list of Teddy Roosevelt's insults, and some mm. of these are fantastic. So here you go. Being who belongs to the cult of non-virility. That's a good one. I think if you really want to roast someone, though, you can call them a classical ignoramus. Or oh, a that f- mean they're stupid? Yeah, just incredibly stupid. A classical See, that, ignoramus. That sounds like a the that sounds like more like make like saying someone's dick doesn't work. <laughs> you think so? Not the classical ignoramus, the first one he said, belonging to the cult of invirility. Non-virility. That's Non-virility. fair. That's fair. Uh, or, or I guess if you meet someone, Jared, um, you might say they have a handshake like a wilted petunia. <laughs> oh, that's sort of like being a, a mollycoddle. Yeah, being a little wimp. <laughs> um, or if you are a handshakes. little, little uh, emasculated mass of in- inanity. I thought it was insanity, but apparently inanity. That seems like a typo. It could be. I would think insanity as well. My last one for you is a white-livered weakling. That just sounds like that sounds like such an old-timey insult in the sense that like you don't even drink alcohol, so you're weak. <laughs> right. Yeah. Look at your yeah. fresh-looking liver. You're not that's, even that's, suffering from cirrhosis. I could <laughs> right. I could see you like putting your dukes up, you know, doing that like old school circular, like come put on, up, you white livered. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you mentioned the nineties. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about some some slang from our time. Let's do it. It's sadly that, very antiquated now, unfortunately. But yeah, let's do it. One that had a huge streak during our time. Mm-hmm. What? Was <laughs> a lot of that's from the movie Scary Movie. No, I thought that was from that uh, Budweiser commercial. Oh, is that where it's from? Maybe. Okay. I don't you even know how to right. Google this. Was that? I just put like eight A's. Although I think the better the better brother or cousin of that one is the uh, classic sup. Yeah, but people still do that though. No one. I'm a, one's fa- still I'm a fan of the sup. I'm a fan of it. Um, all that and a bag of chips. Okay, Ooh, she's all of that in a bag of chips. That's that to me sounds so American because you couldn't you couldn't bust that one out in England because oh, they call point. fries chips. That's a good point. She's all of that in a bag of chips. That that little bird over there. <laughs> right, makes me want to pop up in a bag of crisps. Um, <laughs> kick him to the curb. People still say that. People oh, definitely this, say that. This is a good one. Uh, home skillet. Remember that one? Oh, home skillet for sure. Some yeah, he's my skillet. home skillet. Yeah. <laughs> no one says that anymore. Why? Why did we say that one? I don't. I mean, I don't even know what it means. Like, what's the relationship between home and skillet? <laughs> well, well, yeah, I, I don't know. 
Another one that uh-huh. is, yeah, I don't is, know. is very antiquated that uh-huh. was used a lot around our time. Talk to the hand. Yep. Because the, the, the face ain't listening. Yep, Nobody does that one. anymore. Uh, another one is as if. Oh, yeah. That one to me sounds very like kind of valley girlish, you know? Yeah. I feel like as, I hear that in like Lizzie McGuire or now, something Now like that. as if has turned into I can't even. That's the, yes. that's the modern as if. Yes, you're I totally right. It. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, booyah! <laughs> yes, booyah! Yes. Uh, shout out! Shout out to my buddies Evan and Jeff because we we kind of altered that one to uh, be boom slam. So if it was like a burn, <laughs> we would just be like boom slam, which is kind of the same thing as booyah. So the, so that's a good one. Actually, shout out to Jeff who was uh, on our podcast. Yeah, it was the that first Jeff guest, and for two episodes. Yes, sir. You know who popularized that one, obviously. TLC. I don't want no scrubs. Scrubs is a guy that can't get no love from me. Sitting on the passenger side of my best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Um, Oh, another one. This one by itself won't make sense for the youth, but uh, not. (laughs) Oh, yep. Oh, wow. You look great today. Not. (laughs) I I love that, though. You know it's antiquated when it's uh, become... uh, like a catchphrase in Borat. You know, oh, where, yeah. <laughs> where he's doing the doing the English lesson and the guy's like, yeah, you can use not as like a you uh, know, exaggeration. He's like, oh, so this this suit is black knot. And he's like, no, you need to <laughs> yeah. you need to wait for the pause. He's like, okay, this suit is this suit is not black. And he's like, no, you need to have a pause. He's like, okay, this suit is black. And you know, the pause keeps going on and on. He's just like, not. Oh man, classic. A funny, a funny other one from the nineties is uh fat with P H A T. That's fat. Oh yeah. Do you know who popularized that? Well, I don't know if he popularized it. But um Diddy. Russell Simmons? Oh, Diddy. Okay. Well, maybe it was Russell Simmons. Who had the fat, fat farm? farm. Would, oh, was that, that was Russell, Russell Simmons, Simmons wasn't it? I thought it was. Oh yeah, no. Um you're right. Uh Diddy was Sean John. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. That farm was Russell Simmons. Yeah. Yep. That's fat. P H A T. Yeah. Isn't uh no. Uh, never mind. That's not what I. I wonder. I thought it was an acronym, but I don't think it is. Did it you would ever be call cool someone if it was. A, yeah. Excuse me. Would be cool if that was an acronym, but yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right. It isn't. Did you ever call someone a fart knocker? <laughs> what? No. Apparently, that was a very popular insult in the '90s because it uh it came from Beavis and Butthead. Oh, I did watch Beavis and Butthead. Okay. My parents did not let me watch that show. They l- okay. let me watch a lot of stuff, but even even they were like, uh, no. I mean, for me, the first time I saw Beavis and Butthead was at my older sister's. My dad and sister had both fallen asleep on the couch in the living room. We were watching TV, and I was going through the, the menu, and Beavis and Butthead Do America was on and so i watched it mm. my dad was definitely not happy i was probably like 13 <laughs> when it when out and then he like woke up and he was like what are you watching i was like beavis and butthead he's like it's like oh, you should not be watching that your mother will not be happy when she finds out you're watching that so so yeah another good one I from mean, the 90s that i mean it's i think it's kind of funny it's stupid i mean but it's terrible kind of like the humor was yeah it was like childish you know i childish. never i never even when i got when i got to an eight maybe by the time i could watch it i was right. too old and it was Are maybe past its prime. Uh, and their yeah. annoying laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. 
<laughs> good. Yeah, good old Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> I I used to I used to do a lot of uh, impersonations with my friends at the lunch table, and that was definitely one of them. Anyways, I can imagine that. Um, word. I I still kind of like the slang term, like word. Yeah, I think that one's still acceptable, but it's definitely antiquated. Yeah, yeah. Like you won't hear, you won't hear kids saying word. No, definitely not. Word. Or another one like no duh. Oh yeah. No duh. Oh, that one's yeah. But I think I think sarcasm is way less of a thing nowadays. You think like, so? I, I feel like sarcasm was in its height in the nineties and like that like irony, I feel like it was in its height back then. So Maybe. like all that not no duh kind of right. stuff. Maybe kids uh, are too sensitive if, nowadays. Like, <laughs> wow, are we really gonna turn into that podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just I just grew like five years. <laughs> Uh, in age after saying that that's how i feel right now another good one though jared that that i think some people might still say but it's probably fairly antiquated is crib oh yeah yeah i mean that was popular MTV because of the cribs. show cribs yeah yeah oh yeah yeah i was like this is where the magic happens uh, right another one that was popular around our time whatever i mean people still say whatever right. but it was really in its height of usage like in the early 2000s and 90s Especially Everyone with that sarcastic, like, yeah, whatever. Right. And there and there was like a whole kind of thing with it. I don't remember what it was, but it was like, whatever, whatever. That also included talk to the hand. Oh, I believe it. I don't remember. I don't remember though. what it was either. either. Oh, and it's fly. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Flies. flies I, I like fly. I still use fly. But, yeah, but I'd say it's antiquated. Okay, that's fair. But the thing with whatever now, though, I'm I'm like still traumatized to this day when somebody sends me whatever. I read it with that sarcastic '90s, early 2000s tone of like whatever. When oh, they really yeah. probably just mean like, yeah, wh- whatever doesn't like you know it's it's fine. Whatever oh, doesn't matter. Yeah, like do you want to do this or do this? Whatever. Right. It's like fine. Right. We won't do anything then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Another. If you're gonna from, be like that. Right. Right. <laughs> Another good one from the '90s is da bomb. Oh yes. Not the bomb, but da bomb. Do you remember Rush Hour 2? Uh-huh. Uh, where, where it's like, it's a bomb. It's like, I didn't say it was a bomb. I said she was the bomb. Right. And Jackie Chan was like, she was the bomb? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Another good one from the 90s that I also still use, I guess I'm just, damn, man, I'm just really showing my age this episode, <laughs> is my bad. <laughs> Did that, people bad. still use that though. I still use that all the time. Or at least people meaning you, me. Yeah, you and I still use it. <laughs> I doubt a young person would use my bad. Yeah, maybe not. What do you think they would say? I don't Nothing. know. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, that's right. These youngsters have no respect anymore. Way. No, I don't know. Right. Uh, a popular, no uh, a popular one from the '90s, early 2000s. Getting jiggy. Getting jiggy with it. Thank you, Will nah, Smith. Nah, 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 nah. That one had a that one had a pretty good run. Yep. Definitely is not said anymore, though. No, no, people don't even know that song. Right, right. I wonder. It'd be it'd be really interesting to like do a social experiment with some of these like these terms and ask younger people. Be like, hey, so do you know what this means? That would be hilarious to find. If we out. had the courage and or um, uh, if we were active enough to do this, we could do like one of those man on the street sort of segments. Right. Where you uh, go up to people with a microphone and ask them for the uh, for their response. That would be really funny. Yeah, but we're not going to do it, let's be honest. That's true. Take uh, <laughs> a chill pill. That's another good one. Oh, yeah. Take a chill pill. That is definitely one. Yes. Mm-hmm. No one says that anymore. 
I think I've actually explained that one in class because a student asked me about it one time. That was a very popular one for sure back in the Take day. Take a I chill used that pill. One all the time. Right. Now it'd just be chill, bro. Yeah, chill out. Um, I'm trying to think of another way to say that. I don't know. I don't know what these kids are saying these days. Right. Um, do you have any more 90s specific ones? I have one more. Go for it. What is it? You go, girl. Oh, yep. Yep. And even if you're talking to a dude, it's still you go, girl. Yep. Yep. And I'd say that one um, got a lot of you. So we have a lot of slang today. And um, I'm trying to preserve it just for a little bit longer. So right. here are some slang terms that people over 40 shouldn't use. I'm going to cut that down to 30, 35. Damn, dude, we don't have too much time to enjoy <clears throat> these, so we better use them as much as we can. Savage. Okay. Uh, can I you can explain never... that one? Savage is like a, a savage burn. So it's like when you're roasting it's a someone. Roast, yeah. Yeah, I say, man, that was savage. It's sort of a... like when uh, Jesus, uh, when Miro said she's got a long back. That was <laughs> savage. <Swift>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one, as we've mentioned a couple times, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, if I heard my mom say that, I would uh, have a heart attack. Fam. Fam. Don says that one all the time. I say it mm-hmm. once in a while. But yeah, uh, Don definitely says that one a lot. Bruh. Bruh. You know what's another one? Speaking of bruh that I would say is antiquated, the previous form of bruh. What, bro? No, dude. People don't really dude. say dude anymore. That's true. You're right, my dude. Although people do say my dude. Yeah. Maybe that's no, more maybe of a California thing. Yeah. My dude. What's good, uh, my dude? Baddie, I've never heard anyone say, well, except for Don, maybe. I don't think what I've really that? ever heard anyone say baddie. Uh, like, look at that baddie over there. Okay. I believe it just refers to, uh, uh, well, I think the British term for it, the baddie is like the bad person in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it, wait, they're talking about a member of their social circle with a less than stellar reputation, someone who doesn't play by the rules. Oh, okay. All right. Look at me having to read it to uh right finesse. Here, here, here's one that's kind of funny. That. Uh, give me some skin. Yeah, I mean that's like what seventies. <laughs> I'm not sure when that was, but I feel like my parents definitely used that when they were kids. Right, like high five. Give me some skin. Because I I also attribute it to the um like the seventies handshake where they do like the. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where they like slide yeah. their hands along each other's hands. You're right. Yeah, you're I right. I thought that's where it came from. Give me some skin, brother. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, all right. Do you want me to uh, give you some? Uh, I can give you some old terms, too. I think these are actually uh, American. Okay. Let's do it. From the 1900s. We'll start. There's a couple from each. Uh, bash. Okay. We actually have a similar term that still could technically be used, but it's probably antiquated. Uh, it means Bash to go on a drunk like a party. Yeah, oh, a, a bender. Yes. Uh huh. But it prob- that's probably where birthday bash comes from. Would be my guess. Goop. That's right. Not uh, <laughs> not uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's line of wellness products. But I have no idea. People what often call it? her a goop for starting the brand Goop. A, g- a goop. A stupid person. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Hanging. Like chilling out. Ha- no, hanging new tie there, old man. You got a oh, hanging like, new tie there, old man. Like a like a nice, awesome, yeah, outstanding, awesome, cool. Okay. Hep. Uh, that cat is hep. But they say part of the current musical culture, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just cool. 
yeah. a hackshaw, a hawk, a hawkshaw. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. No idea. Is a detective. My favorite one that still gets used, but is obviously mm-hmm. antiquated. Wise hammer. Wise hammer, <laughs> like a wise guy. Yeah, yeah. Someone who thinks they're smarter than everyone else. Right. Okay. Uh, that was from the 1900s. Those came out in the 1900s. The 1910s. Date is a stupid person. Uh huh. Okay. Duck soup. That's duck soup. Something easy. Like that's tra- Oh, that's easy. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is Gas. duck soup that easy to make? I don't know. Duck is actually pretty hard to make well, so I would say no. Gas. Okay. Now, we actually kind of brought this one back. So you would say, uh, like, you're gassing someone. Like you're, like you're, you're like, is it like you're roasting them? Or is it like you're, you're I'd like, say so. Oh, yeah. I would give you that. What I would okay. do is I would give you, I, I've been playing around with my soundboard. Oh, I can't do it. Never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, it means like a joke. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Pulling their leg. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's go to the 1920s. Okay. Uh, banks closed. <laughs> banks closed. Sorry, babe. Banks closed. Uh, I don't know. You tell me. It's essentially saying you can't get any of this. Uh huh. Like no I'm kissing me or no making that out. one. Okay. But me. But me. Yeah. That means give me a cigarette. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. I think nowadays people would uh, definitely take that in a different route, but yeah. So this next one I'm going to use on on my next date that I go uh, that I go on. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, cash or check? This is a good one. Cash or ch- oh, cash or check? I don't know yeah. what is it. Uh, so say you're on a date with a girl, and the mm-hmm. date, and, and so say you're like halfway through the date, and it's going well, and mm-hmm. you say cash or check. Um, and it means do I do we kiss now or later? <laughs> Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a great one. Cash or check? <laughs> and it All makes right. sense too because you know cash works right now. Then check, especially right. back then, probably took eight weeks to process. Oh man, um, I like that. Cash or check? That's a good one. So this is how they. Uh, so the chassis, mm-hmm. um, where it's like you and I, if we're walking around Prague, be, uh, Don might be like, "Look at that chassis." Look at that gal, that lady. Yeah, the body, that, specifically the body. Uh-huh. Okay. You Makes know, like sense. the chassis of a car. So the... Right. Um, all right, let's go to the 30s. I'm, I'm obviously not going to say every single one from the uh, right. each other. The 30s. Uh, interesting. An Abercrombie. Uh, this is uh, very I, fitting, by the way. I have no idea. <laughs> it's a know-it-all. Uh, uh-huh. okay. I just imagine all the uh, current people that still shop at Abercrombie are probably, uh, they think they're like hot shit. Right. Um, Blow your wig is something that still is used today. Like you go crazy? See, but I was just about to say, but in the 30s, it had a different meaning. Really? Okay, what did it mean? Blow your wig means to get really excited. Uh-huh, okay. Speaking of wig, Jared, mm-hmm. uh, a wig chop. Wig chop. Do you know what that is? No. It's really obvious, a haircut. Oh, of course. Haircut. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wig chop. Of course. Look at that old wig shop there you got there, uh, Chief. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to the 40s. Oh, that's crazy. This is one that still gets a lot of use today, at least with me. Oh, nice. Uh, now you're cooking with gas. Now, so it's like not, now you're doing it. Like yeah, now like you're now re- you're doing something right or now you're on right. something. Right. Now, I'm sure kids don't use that today. You but, use uh, that? I've never heard you say that before. Well, not to Maybe you. I'm just you never haven't. cooking with gas. I see. All right. I see how it is, Jared. Uh, Shots a dead fired. Hoof, a dead, <laughs> I'm really going to 
down today. I don't I don't know what is happening, but uh, it is, uh, <laughs> uh, a dead hoofer. Think about this one. Like a, like a dead fish. Like a no 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 hoof is feet essentially. Yeah. Dead hoofer. Like a lazy person. No. If you go, you're at a wedding, and uh, you see your oh, you your weird uncle out Two there. Two left yeah. feet. Bad dancer. Okay. Or a uh, or, or if you see your cool uncle out there, you call him a uh, ducky shin cracker. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cracking those shins. He's a ducky shin cracker, which is a All good right. dancer. Um. Oh, this is weird. Hi, sugar. You rationed. That which that's is. A- I think Which I know is what funny it, means. it sounds creepy, though. It does sound creepy, doesn't way. it? It's like, uh, are you taken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny too because the response that they, that like the, you know they were obviously they're defining each one of these. The definition is also an antiquated term. It's something that our parents used, uh, probably in the '60s and '70s. Think of a uh, a term. That, could you think of a term for like being in a relationship in the '60s and '70s? You're, you're cuffed. No one said that in the spoke, 60s. You're spoken 70s. for? I, I don't know. Going steady. Going, oh, you're so right. Going steady. Yeah. Yeah. I think my mom has even like asked me before, yeah, so you going steady with that girl? <laughs> I think she maybe has asked me that before. <laughs> like, mom, no one's used that since the uh, early 70s. Uh, right. Motorized freckles is insects. That's funny. Um, That's what? Motorized freckles is what, like, bugs. Uh-huh, uh-huh, interesting, okay. Uh, let's skip to the 60s. Far out, man. Uh, Bogart? Oh, my mom uses that one. That's like to <laughs> to hog something, yeah. to like keep it all to yourself, to Bogart. Now, this is something that still gets used, uh, and I'm going to quiz you the opposite way. Okay. To steal something. And to use, and it's from the 60s. Mm-hmm. To, mm, to swipe it's, to no it's it's a uh, it's a uh, not used commonly let's but it wouldn't be weird to hear it you wouldn't be like where like where'd you get that from uh it has to do with uh say there was a it was something was heavily on sale but only because he stole it oh it was a steal no a five finger no. discount you've never heard that before bro that means you stole it that's what i oh, said that's to what steal you, something yeah, five finger <laughs> duh, okay yeah five finger discount yeah yeah okay you do hear people say that yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's a five-finger uh, discount, yeah? A mirror warmer, that's a funny one. A mirror warmer. Think about Greece. Uh, there are a lot of mirror warmers in Greece, in the bathroom specifically. It's a woman who stands, spends a lot of time in front of the mirror. Ah, uh, okay. What does Greece have? <laughs> Don't, that was like from the 60s, wasn't it? Or oh, it was the movie based in the Greece. 60s. I thought you were talking about the country. Oh. That's oh, why I was confused. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 okay. That's fair. We do talk about countries here. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> There's more, but you get the picture. Okay. Interesting. It's really fascinating which ones are still used and aren't, you know, if people use them, like I couldn't have told you that five finger discount, what was that from the 60s? Yeah. Or 70s? Yeah. That's crazy though. That's really interesting. Well, yeah, man. Huh. Well, I think it's time we change our gears here, Jared. And let's talk about our song of the pod for this week. I have one more, though. Can I give you one more oh, that let's I do it. did not yeah, realize yeah. came out in the 90s? Uh, a lurker. Okay, someone who's, like, kind of creepy behind the scenes, just standing there. Yeah. Well, specifically, it came out to... Obviously, that's what a lurker is, but the slang term of it came to recognize a person who enters uh, a chat room online 
and doesn't say doesn't anything. anything. Yeah, but now that's someone that was like, I, I, I consider myself a current day lurker, and that's still a very popular used term on social media, who it's someone who's always on social media but doesn't post stuff. Right. Oh, yeah. In that case, I'm lurking too, for sure. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, Jared, I think it's time we talk about the song of the pod, which mm-hmm. is you by betcha. a Swedish group called Mando Diao. Yeah. Um, and the song is Down in the Past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where, what are your thoughts on it, Jared? Would you call that punk? Mm, not, not really. What what would you call that? I'd call that like I'd call that rock. I wouldn't really call okay. it punk. Um, I'd call that definitely call that more rock. In a way, it has like the guitar riff. To me, is almost like anthem rockish or a little bit classic rockish. Hmm. Um, okay. I mean, it has high energy, but I wouldn't really call it punk. Like the lyrics to me aren't very punk. Um, yeah, but it's a great song. Um, has a really catchy guitar riff, uh, and I was really surprised when I found out these guys were from Sweden. Yeah, I was not expecting that too. They, it's, it sounds to me like a British uh, band, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I assumed they were British until I looked it up, and I was like, oh, Swedish. You said they have a Swedish album, didn't you? They're like, yes. that's in Swedish, and they Everything's do make music in, in Swedish. Swedish. Yeah, it's called Infruset. I n f ah sorry. I-N-F-R-A-S-E-T, but it's, for some reason, it's not, oh, no, there is a U. YouTube corrected me to A, but it, it is U. Um, and you can find the album on uh, YouTube, but it's not actually on Spotify or anything, which is too bad. Mm. But it is an absolutely amazing album. I think it's all acoustic uh, as well. Acoustic, okay. and it's in Swedish. But anyways, that's not what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> um, I think I've heard of them before, though. I think I heard of them when I lived in Germany. They're super um, popular in Europe. Uh, th- yeah, I-, I could imagine that, because I feel like I've heard of them before. Um, and they're, they're, it seems like, I mean, they've, they've been around for a while. They, they, uh, they've been kicking for a while. I liked it, though. It had a very, um, very like, 90s sound to it, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess you could argue maybe pop punk. I'd argue that. Okay. Okay. It did sort of remind me of like a, almost have like a Green Day-ish vibe to it or like a, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, feel you there. Maybe like a, like a more European-esque, more polished Green Day vibe. Is that a, right. is that a safe? Right. Or could you compare them to say like, what was that? Is like Franz Ferdinand-ish? Is yeah. That, would that be a good comparison? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, like I'm the, way out of my league right or now. Or like the Strokes, <laughs> or a lot of bands like this. I, I also get kind of some Killers esque vibes from them as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, Arctic Monkeys, yeah. maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, check check them out. Uh, Mondo Diao. The music video is pretty cool. They're just like kind of being cool Swedish dudes. It's in black and right. white. Uh, the one dude's shaving. I don't know why he's shaving. Getting ready for a gig or something. Who knows? But <laughs> it's a fantastic song. Uh, Mondo Diao. Uh, down in the past it's fantastic um, it definitely looks swedish that's for sure oh for sure good looking dudes all very good like looking swedish, swedish people. dudes right <laughs> exactly but i'm really impressed by their english by the you know the, the song is really catchy and it's just absolutely fantastic yeah 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 i mean so, it's always cool to see uh to see like bands that aren't like speaking outside of the, or people in general uh, making music outside of their native language because it's just it's so foreign to most of us Americans for something like that to happen. 
Right, right. And they are fantastic. So check it mm-hmm. out. Mondo Diao, Down in the Past, on our YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast, or on our Twitter, Untranslatable One. You betcha. So, Jared, I tried to find some slang words in Czech. I should have just wrote one of my Czech friends in hindsight. Didn't do that. But I do have a Czech slang word that... Uh, it's kind of a cool word, and so I thought I would uh, share it with you and with our listeners today. And that word is bracha. Bracha. With, is that Prague? With a B. No. Oh. Praha is Prague. Bracha. But they don't B- say praba. They say like placha. Praha is Prague. Oh, we at the beginning of it. Sorry, at the end instead of the H in the middle. That's why I was confused. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Praha mm-hmm. with a B at the mm-hmm. beginning. Well, it's B-R-A-C-H-A. Bracha. Okay. Oh, bracha, not bracha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any idea what that might be? Um, I mean, it's not dude. We already established what dude is. You're kind of you're kind of close. Bro. Yeah. Oh. But this is, I think, more referring to your brother. Like this is my bro. You know, mm-hmm. if, if I had a brother, right? Right. Whereas, whereas, bro or dude is kamo. Right. Which we have had on the pod before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is that's short funny. for kamarad, I would assume. Yes. And it's funny because David and I, that's what we call each other a lot of times. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Which is kind of funny. But you have a Spanish word of the pod, so let's hear it. I do. I do. Uh, I've been a little slow on the lessons uh, recently, but that does not mean I'm not getting uh, gems every now and again. And uh, this one is, let's see if you know it. It's actually kind of an untranslatable as well. El rompe cabezas. Cabezas. El Something rom- about heads. Yeah, very good. Is cabezas head? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it literally translates to head breaker, but it has it uh-huh. has an actual meaning. Okay. What is it? El, el, el rompe cabezas? El rompe cabezas. You're just okay. trying to flex that R roll on us. <laughs> I, I got it. If you're gonna roast me all episode, I gotta do something, Jared. Um, headbreakers. So is it is it like a mind fuck or something? Uh, no. It's it's a it's it's like a it's not like a slang term. It's like an actual thing. Like it's a a noun, a thing. It's that... a noun. Headbreaker. What? I have no idea. What is it? It's a puzzle. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Almost Dude, broke my head trying to figure that one out. All right. I had a uh, I had a dream yesterday that I was in um in Israel on vacation and I was at a store and the guy taught me how to say uh please and or maybe just thank you. Now I want to check. Uh taught me how to say thank you or, or please one of the two uh-huh. in Hebrew. Okay. And uh <laughs> I was so convinced that, I, like, in my dream, I was like, did I get this right? To the point where I woke up in the middle of the night. It was thank you. I woke up in the middle of the night to Google, how do you say thank you in Hebrew? <laughs> and you got it right? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. That's funny. Okay. But I was like, holy shit, what just happened? Uh, and I got it wrong. But I, 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 it, was, it was so weird that I actually woke up in the middle of the night to try to figure that out. That is really funny. That's great. That is too funny. <laughs> so you got a, a mental... Mental headbreaker there. I did. All right, Jared. Well, it's time for a couple cheesy jokes, so here we go. This one's more of a riddle than a joke. Who can shave 10 times a day and still have a beard? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. A barber. Oh, that was a good one. Right? That, that was, was more of one. a riddle. Yeah, um, I like riddles, although I suck at them. 
Right. What did the daddy chimney say to the baby chimney? Mm, I don't know. You're on fleek, no. Um, <laughs> you are too little to smoke. Uh, that's cute. How adorable. And my last one for you is a Winnie the Pooh joke. And what did Winnie the Pooh say to his agent? This is all the honey you could get me? What am I paying you for? You're, you're close. Show me the honey. Oh. <laughs> also, I, um, what the hell is that movie called? Uh, I don't know. The movie with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Tom Cruise. Show me the money? No, I don't. I have no idea. Uh, um, where he's the agent for uh, Jerry Maguire. Uh-huh. That's where that line comes okay. from. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Tom Cruise says it to uh, when he got a, a big deal for uh, for uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. or something like that. Oh, nice. Okay, nice. Show me the money. Well, there you go. Well, we hope this episode um, has given you some insight on some outdated slang terms. I loved your. Um, terms that we should not be using past our 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I will probably still continue to use them. Me but, too. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, so yeah, so if you, uh, let, I guess just let us know what are some slang terms that you guys enjoyed from this episode and if there are any antiquated and outdated slang terms that you use. And to wrap up our episode today, I think uh, the most resonant thing, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jared, but uh, slang becomes immediately uncool the moment that um, adults and quote-unquote uncool people start using it. Yeet. <laughs> that's, that's right. So if you want to keep using this slang, make sure you stay a cool cat and you'll be okay. good to go. <laughs> that's right. It'll be absolutely okay. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So there you go. Um, check out our various social media channels. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, you can Pleasure find clips stuff. on our Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Obviously, our website for Untranslatables, um, links to the episodes, and much, much more. Check out our YouTube channel for our playlist of Songs of the Pod, Untranslatable Podcast. And of course, slide into Jared's DMs uh, so you, you can send him some good antiquated slang terms and maybe get a laugh out of Jared. I'm sure he would definitely appreciate it. So we thank you all so very much for your support. We're up to 18 countries and counting. Let's keep that going. And uh, as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, stay on fleek, de and muchas gracias.